To our yeah, yeah. episode, happy new year, guys! Thank you for being here. So, John is a former table tennis player, crossfitter, and also he's a musician. The first time we met, we met at the gym, not like traditional bros spotting each other or like, "Hey, can, <laughs> man, can you spot me on the bench or spot me on the squat?" How we met is. I was teaching a class. I was playing Twenty One Savage new album, Savage Mode Two. Yeah, yeah. As soon as one song is on, he was like, "Oh, Twenty One Savage is on." I was like, "Okay, this guy's cool." Because you know, in Hong Kong, Twenty One Savage is not really popular. It's quite popular in US. It's just not popular in Hong Kong. So as soon as I find someone kind of like this kind of music, I was like, "Okay, this guy has some good music taste." And Yeah, because I think、uh, I I went for a few sessions before, but it wasn't like Twenty One Savage or Drake or anything. It was more <laughs> like Nicki Minaj, Bruno Mars kind of thing. So I was a bit shocked, and then I look at <laughs> Angus, and I was like, "Is there a playlist?" And yeah, then so, since I think we just hit it off. Yeah, and then、uh, somehow I find out John actually has his own music channel on Spotify. He actually got two singles. And he told me he was about to drop a music video for one of his singles as well. So I think、yeah. that's pretty cool. So that's why I like to interview him more about his music career. John, can you tell us what got you into singing, writing music, or your music career? Yeah, I think to be honest, I didn't know I like singing that much until I find out some people who actually don't sing or don't like singing in a way.、Yeah. If you know what I mean, so I would always sing, but I wouldn't know like because I like singing. But it's, I just sing a lot back even when I was very young.、Uh-huh. So I would like follow the TV, sing some you know, Leo Cool, some Canton Pop、yep. stuff. And then when I got into grade five, I started singing in the choir. And <laughs> before that, I I, I wasn't even. Picked for a choir or anything. I just like singing,、mm-hmm. or I just don't do well in auditions. I I'm just shy in front of people. So and then I got into choir in grade five. Also got into orchestra. I used to be a clarinet player.、Mm. And then since then, I think my first music spark was really singing in the choir and in the orchestra because I never knew you can be part of something that is so powerful when. Many voices singing the same melody line, or harmony. Even the simplest harmony would sound the best, because it's organic and it's emotional. I mean,、mm. in on a level where everyone is pouring in some sort of emotions into the whole sound, and that makes it really great. So I think it was then that I really kind of enjoy music a lot. But obviously, I, I don't. I'm not really the hardcore practice everyday guy. Right. I was just doing enough to be part of it and enjoy it. Yeah. So since I got into high school,、uh, I wasn't picked for any choir or anything. But then I still、uh, joined、uh, the singing contest for a、okay. few times. I remember in year seven, I just got my best friends from primary school, 
uh, it was a wild idea. We were just in in Mandarin class, and then I was like, "Yo, have you heard of My Love by Westlife?" <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, "Yeah, it's a banger." And I'm like, "Bro, I think we need to do something about it." Like, you know, since we were in the choir together, and then now、mm-hmm. we're nothing, so we may as well, you know, do do something that we would truly enjoy and remember for the rest of our lives. Yep. So we went to join same contest in grade seven. Competing with the whole school up until year thirteen,、mm-hmm. so we got through. We were a bunch of five singing Westlife, and then we got into finals in front of the whole school. Nice. So it takes some courage to be、uh, standing in front of the whole school, especially in a boys' school, across、mm. all years, because it can be disastrous afterwards. But then it was great feedback. Our classmates are proud of us for standing up there and.、Uh, Life goes on, so that's my first kind of spark to be on the stage. And、yep. then, as I moved on to year ten, when I went to the UK, I haven't completely、uh, given up clarinet yet, but I picked it up again. And when I got to the school, I was relatively better than the other players, so I got more chance to、uh, to perform. And actually, they pushed me; they let me actually to perform in one of the morning assemblies. So I played a solo piece just with a piano in front of the whole school, around two three minutes piece,、nice. and it wasn't too much of an easy piece that I can just wing it on the on the stage. So、mm-hmm. the nerves and the pressure was building up because I was new to the school. You have to fit in、uh, all sort of things as well. It could be、yeah. disastrous again. <laughs>、mm-hmm. So, but it turned out great. I mean, let go of the outcome and just enjoyed. While I was there, it was positive feedback again, so that makes me push for something more. But at the same time, I'm not really finding my further enthusiasm in clarinet. So、mm-hmm. I was trying to find a balance into my the music that I love to listen to,、mm-hmm. the music that I like singing to, and the music that I enjoy. So I kind of start looking for that balance and. Starting to listen to more pop music,、um, especially、uh, in Hong Kong back then. I think you're only using、uh, LimeWire, and I don't know what platforms they are. YouTube wasn't too big back then, right? Two thousand, two thousand eight, nine. I don't think you can find all songs on it. So it's more like, oh, what other people are listening to when I was in the UK.、Yeah. Uh, back then, it was big drum and bass. Dubstep kind of vibes,、hmm. so that's when I started、uh, listening to electronic as well. Yeah, so that kind of sets off my journey into listening to music, feeling the culture, and also start writing songs. So that's how you start your get you into singing. But what about writing your own music? Because it's kind of totally two different things. You enjoy singing. You gotta yeah. Courage, or like being on the stage,、mm. perform, and obviously you get good feedback. But what about writing music? Because that's totally two different things. What gets you into writing music? So I think people always overthink music. You need perfect music theory. You need the perfect story for it, or perfect、mm-hmm. lyrics in a way. But I think it's more about how you feel and any changes or any small. Differences in the flow or the melody、yep. can affect your whole whole song and the whole mood, basically.
Right, right. So I think it's just having obviously basic music theory would be would be helpful and very important. In fact, because you need to know what kind of notes you're within the scale. But I think the idea of writing a song, it's being able to map out your feelings throughout、mm. the verses, the chorus, and what is the the main the main main bit that you want to bring out to the audience. Right. So speaking of that, you released two songs so far. Did you have any stories or meanings behind those songs when you write them, or just whatever you feel like at that moment, or any specific stories about it? So, so all of the songs that I've written, or at least I think majority, eighty or ninety percent of the songs, are about girls. <laughs> so it's more、yeah. like personal experience,、um, how I felt at the time. So you get some like cheesy love songs, you know, when things were good, and then you get some like rather chilled, subtle ones where I feel、yeah. down, and you know, when things are not going to plan. So my two singles,、uh, "Orange Blossom" and "Nevermind." "Orange Blossom" is an English song. Wrote it in twenty、uh, nineteen,、uh, around February time. But I I couldn't do anything about it because the beat that I was using from YouTube, it's、uh, someone bought it exclusively, so I can't use the beat. And also, I mean, in, back then、uh, I didn't really know there's Fiverr or anything that. The procedure of making a song. So I only had the demo, but I had no mixing, no idea about mixing, no idea about mastering, no idea about someone who can do it for you. Yep. So it kind of just sat here for for the rest of the year. As last year, things got quite rough in Hong Kong by、yep. the end of the year, twenty nineteen. So, ah,、uh, kind of losing my way in a way. Things going on around me, and also some personal relationships that is not going to plan. That made me want to do something about music.、Uh, I think the biggest difference about music comparing to other forms of art is that it's like painting. If you paint a paint, then you have work to show people. Yeah. But for music, if you don't record or if you don't do it properly, you don't have anything to show. So I just I just I don't want to be the guy you know just kind of busk on the street. <laughs> Sing cover songs, or I, I also want a portfolio.、Mm. So I found my producer now. I basically、nice. I literally just Instagrammed DM him on Instagram. Yeah, I was like, "Yo,、uh, I'm an enthusiast in music. Enthusiast, <laughs> uh, I want to make some music.、Uh, looking forward to your reply." It's kind of I wrote a business email <laughs> basically. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Like, that's good. And, it, and he was like, "Yo, it's cool. Send me some of your stuff." And then I sent him, and then he's like, "Then we can work together." And then we go into the studio. Then we we kind of relayed everything, work on the phrasing, and then record it. So he's now actually he's doing very well this year, and he's also up and coming in Hong Kong. His name is、uh, JNY Beats, so you can also check him out. He、uh, is a very talented、uh, producer. Mainly working on some more of like lo-fi, melodic,、um, also R&B, soul,、mm. neo soul、mm. kind of stuff. Yeah, so I think having a producer instead of just working by yourself definitely gives you the spark to your work, and also 
a pair of professional ears would would definitely help uh, nice, in terms nice. of writing as well. I would see with a producer is kind of like a coach in CrossFit or in mm. strength training or strength and conditioning, kind of guide you through, right?、Um, definitely. The whole process sounds really long and also really.、Uh, I don't know how you describe it. Maybe like professional、mm. or really detailed to get a song done. But do you have any specific goals or just treating it as a hobby at the moment? Because obviously you have a full time job, you have other stuff going on. Yeah. What do you、yeah. see yourself in the music making career right now? I think the goal in my head at first,、uh, before I started doing all these. Is to be able to perform my songs in clubs in different countries,、mm. you know, because I have a quite an international crew in London, and we always go to different cities or different places where everyone has some sort of connections. Whatever small, big bars, clubs, anything. If you don't have your own songs, you can't be performing anywhere.、Huh. And I really don't care how how big the audience is. I just want to be able to perform. In every country that I go, and that would be my goal. And my goal is not really about streams, or you know anything、it's、at the moment.、Passion. It's more about, yeah, it's more about writing, being able to make something greater than the last one, or trying out different genre, or you know just testing out markets in general. Because、right. you you never know what the industry will turn into in five ten years.、Uh, I mean, if you look at from nineties to two thousands and now. Uh, the industry and also how people build their portfolio has has changed massively. Right. So I'm just trying out things within my power and resources. Of and course. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of resources, I feel like lots of people, even include me, very curious. Like, for making music or releasing some songs, do you need to have lots of equipments, or did you spend a lots of money on buying some? Equipment to record your music or some software. My home studio, definitely. I think to start with, I'm still using the most basic、uh, equipments. So one interface, one MIDI keyboard, one mic, and pair of headphones and a laptop. So、yep. it's all you need. So I really don't think you have to spend ton on it. But if you have the passion for it, it wouldn't it wouldn't mean too much to you. Yeah. Yeah. Also, on a monetary value, it's not that much because nowadays you can have bundles, you can have like really beginners models, which will also do the job if you want to try out your passion. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it just depends on your hobby. If if you're willing to keep doing it, or if you're passionate enough to, obviously everyone has a budget, but if you're willing to、yeah. keep doing a hobby you like to do. I think spending certain amount or a little bit is okay, unless you're just like those people like doing it for like few sections or few times and then got done with it. But、I、feel like you've been doing quite a long time, so I think it's good investment for your music production and also as a hobby as well. And like you said, you you never know like what will lead you to. So I think it's yeah quite a good investment, right? Also, I think we have moved into a world where post production is very important as well. So, obviously, having a mic, having clear frequencies is great, but post production is also key. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of ways that you can get better on your sounds and tones.、Mm. Uh, but most importantly, really, just your work and how you portray your your flows and feelings.
I know you made more than two songs, but right now on Spotify, people can、mm. find two songs. One is in English, one is in Mandarin. So, in the future, would you write more or release more English song or Mandarin song or Cantonese song? Like, what what's your focus going to be like? This is actually a struggle for me for every song because sometimes I can't write any English lyrics or it sounds a bit too too lame. And then sometimes I write my Mandarin lyrics, and then they're like, "Oh, I showed my Chinese friends," and they're like, "Oh, it doesn't make sense."、Mm. So sometimes it's just a balance of both, and really just on the spot where some songs, some beats would fit more Chinese flows, some beats fits more English flows. So at the moment, I I really don't have a clear indication on on what language I'll be working on.、Mm. I definitely have both. Both languages ready at some point that can drop when I want. So I don't, I don't really have the biggest preference right now. So basically, just go with the flow and see how you feel, right? Yeah, I have a collab song that is not launched yet, and、mm. an English song that is yet to be finished. And I'm, I'm working on a Mandarin song right now. So, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely 2021. I have a lot of stuff to be launching. Nice. But also, I guess the biggest struggle for me right now is to、um, get the whole package of the work to、uh, to launch. So, for example, as you mentioned earlier, videos, artwork, that would actually take more time for me to sort out versus the music itself. Especially, I'm still trying to get a team together to do it. You mentioned to me you want to do a music video outdoor, but because of the restrictions in Hong Kong, I mean, it's kind of Difficult. Obviously, we don't want to do anything, break the law, or like get fined. So I understand、Definitely. it's kind of hard. But so hopefully, COVID will kind of slow down here, and、um, you can get your work done or get your video going on. Yeah, yeah. So you will have a video coming up soon, hopefully. But besides maybe the music video on YouTube, how do you promote yourself or let other people know your musics? Obviously, you send your music to your friends or families. Let them know. But how yeah, yeah. do you promote yourself? Do you get new audience? So right now, I'm still doing Instagram mainly. Build up my Instagram portfolio. Just have more content up there. To start with, I guess the more important aspect is is the interaction with real people. To know that there you're actually someone who is just trying to get a bit more out of life. And pursuing a passion, just meeting new people and not showing them your music directly, but people will always bring it up in some ways. Like for example, if I'm friends, then you'll be like, "Oh, he's got some songs on Spotify." So the point is just being yourself, and、yeah. you are the brand. You are what you represent. So you just need to be out there and have faith in yourself and have confidence in your in your work. And then, hopefully, people will respect you too. Yeah, it's more like about the net,、uh, the networking, and also for me, obviously, I don't make any music, but I understand meeting people. I feel like sometimes people, whenever they meet people, they just feel like I need to take advantage, or there's a purpose why I need to meet someone. But I just feel like if you're meeting someone, you never know who's going to meet. Just being yourself, and you don't have to have a reason why you meet the person. Just being yourself, get you know more people. Yeah, and then you、sure. you never know because it could be the person really interested in music, or it could be the person knows someone 
do the same thing like you. So like he could like connect you guys. So you never know. And I just feel like if I meet yeah. someone, I don't I don't feel like I actually get something from him or her. I just feel like it's cool. It's great. I get to know another person and then I can share what I do or like just be myself. Just have a chat and then see what what's going on. You don't have to feel like oh I miss this per- I meet this people or whoever i just want to show him or her my music so yeah i got it um, yeah i mean either way first of all the person likes your music great then you know you have one more follower yep. the person doesn't like your music great because they can give you some feedback why they don't like it which obviously you can't listen to every criticism but yep. you can always put it at the back of your mind of what you can do better yeah exactly so it's good it's good because nowadays lots of people like our generations like our age they just don't take feedback very well and they will just automatically close the door just say like oh this person give me a negative comments i just don't like him or her but i take a step back yeah. like feedback is always good just make you to get better and something should work on right yeah definitely definitely yeah so any goals in your music career or production this year besides trying to launch your music video? Do you set a target? I want to release certain amount of songs or another video or two or write whatever songs. Do you have any goals? Yeah, so I think right now my main priority is to uh, get my songs out as fast as possible in the 2021. So currently around four songs, but I'm still also writing new songs. I just hope that, you know, we can get back to normal very soon so I can start filming. And I think once that lift, once the band is lifted, then I think things can go very fast. So I can't really plan too much right now, but uh, I'm definitely working on on stuff. So lastly, we're the same age. I mean, I'm older than you, like maybe two years. But let's say we're the same age. And... You are also a startup artist. What do you usually listen to? What kind of music and your favorite artists or which artists you usually look up to? So I think I listen to uh, many genres across the world uh, because all my friends have different tastes in music. Some love hip hop, some love techno. And within techno, there are many sub-segments. And then the house guys, drum and bass, uh, you know, a lot of genres and grime, drill, a lot of different genres. But I think mainly for me now, I listen to more of the hip hop and also pop stuff. Yeah, and I think the artists that I have always looked up to and have been following, I would say, be Justin Bieber. I remember I saw his first video, his acoustic video, playing the guitar when I was in year eight. And he was just a year older. And to see his career path and his music has changed so much yep. just within years as always he always gives me the itch to uh, to make me think like can i do better can i ever get to half of what he does at least like not just because of his songs but also uh his progress and if you listen to purpose in 2016 i still love that album so much mm-hmm. and a lot of people on Justin Bieber is that they kind of stopped following him since 2014, 13, 14 kind of thing. After his very his, his singles, I think around a post-baby genre kind of, uh, to yeah. post-baby era kind of time. And then when 2016 Purpose came out, a lot of people 
don't really actually listen to the whole album. But I think for me, it's, it's a it's a beautiful album, and his stuff is not like anyone else's music. He has his own kind of genre and his own flows. And looking onwards to 2020, changes is also a great album, no doubt. He's speaking different yeah, uh, also, phrases of his life, actually, like different albums. Definitely, talks about definitely. Different he is a very talented, great drummer, great pianist, great singer, yeah. great performer, and guy has vision so i don't really see why people don't like him so much i think it's more of a sentiment thing it's like because the mass don't like him so i don't like him <laughs> kind of thing yeah so in terms of uh, asian artists i really look up to jackson wang i think he's crazy hustler he's got his goal set in his mind and just go for it every day you know he was trained in he was a fencer back in hong kong and he won the youth Asian Games when he was, I don't know, like teenager, as a teenager. Uh-huh. And because he won that and then he got the ticket from his parents, he can go to Korea and train as a trainee with the label called JYP. Uh-huh. So now he's in a boy band called GOT7. And then in recent years, he came back to, to China and uh, started his uh, reality show career and also releases solo music chinese solo music mm-hmm. uh he actually got some songs done with uh, gucci main work with like the biggest producers in, yeah, in that's the u.s big. yeah so he is um he's up on the grind and he's one year older than me as well mm. so they are just people who who work very hard and also take their chances every day just improving their craft take their chances in life like you said there's some artists out there probably like our age or even younger than us they are quite successful already but let's see how's your path going to be like it could be not right now it could be yeah next year it could be this year it could be in, in 10 years so you never know just uh keep writing music just keep being yourself like you said make music with the flow how you feel and then just be you because every artist have their own style own stories you tell and not everyone will like like the same kind of music so just be you like you said earlier just be you thank you for being here today talk about what your music background like your future projects so john if i want to look you up on spotify how could i do that so uh, if you go spotify search j ho j h o and then Orange Blossom or J-H-O, never mind. Then you will find my music. Yeah, or if you search on YouTube, that would work the same way as well. Awesome. All right, guys, so get on Spotify or YouTube, have a listen. And speaking of Spotify, if you still haven't followed this podcast, very easy, go to Spotify, click follow. Or if you're listening on Apple Podcasts right now, click subscribe. Just take you a second to do it. Thank you for listening. And thank you, John, for being here. Cheers, guys. Happy New Year. Have a great New Year. Have a great January.